which trains state-employed preachers to enter the armed forces. Erdogan also wants to put the chief of the general staff under the direct control of the office of the president and establish a system in which the presidency decides on high-level military promotions and appointments. The emergency law system, introduced after the coup attempt and extended in October, allows the ruling party, effectively controlled by Erdogan, to push through such structural reforms without real judicial or legislative oversight. These steps will move Turkey closer to establishing complete civilian control over the military. Yet they will also undermine and politicize the armed forces. Erdogan's purges, which have targeted thousands of military personnel and nearly half of Turkey's generals, have left the army weak. The hasty institutional changes, meanwhile, are likely to disrupt the chain of command, sowing division and competition in the ranks. In the longer term, Erdogan's plan to inject conservatism and Islam into the military and to fill its institutions with government loyalists could politicize the officer corps and deprofessionalize the army. At the moment, the military is too weak to resist those changes or to otherwise preserve its independence. That fact has been made clear by Turkey's military incursion into Syria, which began in August. After resisting Erdogan's call to intervene in that country for years, the brass acquiesced to his demands, in part to prove its loyalty. In the short term, the clearest way for Erdogan to subordinate the military while safeguarding its effectiveness will be to turn to its most secular members, the Kemalists, whom Erdogan has often demonized since coming to power in 2002. Without the cooperation of that group, whose members are among the military's most numerous and professional, Erdogan's government will struggle to replace the thousands of military officers it has purged. From the Kemalists' perspective, meanwhile, cooperating with Erdogan has its own appeal. It could help repair the military's damaged reputation and protect its core ideology from further assault, at least for now. The government's narrative that the coup was orchestrated entirely by followers of the U.S.-based cleric Fatullah Gulen should facilitate this cooperation, since it has helped obscure the Kemalists' role in the violence. To be sure, Gulenists had an established presence in the military on the eve of the coup attempt, but most of them had been commissioned in the years since 2002, when the AKP came to power. As a result, they were concentrated in mid-ranking positions, mostly at colonel level and below. The number of generals and admirals involved in the coup attempt, as well as the confessions of some Kemalist officers, contradicts the government's account of the coup attempt as an exclusively Gulenist affair. Both civilian leaders and the brass will continue to deny the Kemalists' involvement in the plot, however, since naming the Gulenists as the lone culprit has formed the backbone of what might be called a green Kemalist alliance between the government and the military. The terms of this partnership are clear. The military will submit itself to an Islamist government, and in the short run, Erdogan will tolerate the Kemalists gaining strength. There are already signs that this alliance is taking shape. In the aftermath of the coup attempt, ten Kemalist colonels who had been sentenced to prison in the Sledgehammer or Wenikon mass trials were promoted to positions as brigadier generals and rear admirals.
Those anti-Kemalist trials, which were instigated by Gulenist police officers, prosecutors, and judges with Erdogan's support, targeted ultra-secularist military officials and other figures accused of plotting to undermine Turkey's elected government. Government officials have repeatedly invoked Ataturk as a symbol of Turkey's unity in recent months, and the Kemalists in the military have expressed their firm support for the elected government. Ataturk's portrait has even been hung from the headquarters of the AKP. Yet in the long term, sustaining the green Kemalist alliance will be difficult. Despite his scapegoating of the Gulenists, Erdogan is probably still worried about a Kemalist-led coup. What is more, the two sides are deeply divided over their visions for the country and the military's futures. Kemalists think the answer to Turkey's recent chaos is a return to secular principles.